This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hi, I'm Bhavna Sumaya and I welcome you on Rang Manch on EPLOG Media. Firoz Abbas Khan is a film and theatre writer and director. Years ago, when Prithvi Theatre was launched in Mumbai, Khan was the first artistic and festival director appointed at Prithvi. At that time, the designation was not even popular. What is special about Feroz Khan is that he has directed some of the most extraordinary and path-breaking plays on stage like Tumhari Amrita, Salgira, Mahatma vs. Gandhi, Salesman Ramlal, Kuch Bhi Ho Sakta Hai and more. In recent times, Khan productions have got bigger and larger scale. His musical Bonanza, Mowgli Azam, received rave reviews from his worst critic, followed by an adaptation of Romeo and Juliet titled Ronak and Jassi. I'm delighted to invite Feroz Khan on Rang Manch today and discuss with him all his milestone moments. Feroz Khan, aapka Rang Manch mein swagat hai. Thank you so much, Bhavna, for having me on your show and I'm so delighted to speak to you. So if I remember right, uh, uh, during our conversation, you have been associated with theatre for as long as I can remember. Maybe while you were in college? Yes, that's right. Uh, it was in college that the uh, affair started uh, with theatre and then it has become my life and my profession. So it started very early, uh, right from the time I went into college and I think most of the time I spent uh, rehearsing plays or playing cricket. So when you were in college and you were flirting with theatre, was it uh, that uh, you were always directing or were you also acting? I actually started as an actor. I never had any idea that I would ever become a director. I'm uh, a director by circumstances. Uh, it was never a conscious choice. I was always an actor. What was that Gujarati play you did? Kelaya. Huh. Which year was that? Uh, the Khilaya was in 1981, if my memory is right. And, uh, and in fact, uh, recently there was a huge article in Mumbai Samajar also on that play Khilaya. And Khilaya has got great memories. I mean, uh, you know, there was some very, uh, you know, it was the first Gujarati play, a musical of that kind that happened. Uh, and at Prithvi Theatre, it broke all records. Uh, we used to have people standing in queue to buy tickets and mm -hmm. uh, it we also did performances in the afternoon and mm -hmm. it was the first ever play uh, to be houseful at the NCPA Tata Theatre. Uh, it was quite a, a event and a landmark in uh, uh, in Gujarati theatre. If I remember right, it was about uh, discrimination between students who were uh, convent educated and... Uh, no, 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 no. That's, that's a later on. That's my directorial play called Eva Mumbai Machanji. Okay. Oh, that's a later one. Now, this one is very interestingly, uh, Amir, for one and a half year or two years, used to be a backstage boy in this play. He used to be doing backstage because he's, he's from my college. So he was junior to me. And so Paresh was play playing... was he backstage in Khelaya? Khelaya. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, Paresh and me were the leading actors of that Paresh play. Paresh Rawal. Paresh Rawal, yeah. He was my senior in college and uh, Amir was a junior in college. And uh, and then a lot of people from that play have gone on to uh, make huge careers. And uh, but it was quite an event 
in in Gujarati theater when it happened. So in Kelaya, you acted. Yes. And in uh, Chal uh, Eva Mumbai, oh, Mumbai, Chal Jai, I directed that play. Yeah. So how did the transition happen? Uh, you see, uh, I uh, after the college, uh, we were performing regularly at the Prithvi Theatre. And uh, I used to be in touch with uh, Jennifer. She used to love the work that we did. And then we started the festival together also. And, uh, and the, I was the first director of the Prithvi Theatre Festival. And when she passed away, uh, she had a dream to have a repertory company of uh, Prithvi Theatre. She had a, a dream cast and a dream list of directors and everything. And I happened to find myself in, a, in, a, in her team of actors. Uh, but uh, that was her dream, is to finally have Prithi Theatre, its own repertory company. And of course, she passed away. So we were thinking, me and Kunal, to somehow try and at least do a production of Prithvi Theatre. So we approached many, I uh, approached many directors. Uh, they said yes, no, and never turned up. So finally, by compulsion, I directed this play, the first play of mine as a director called The Royal Hunt of the Sun. And and then that's it. Uh, I got addicted to being a director more than an actor after that. So, you know, while you mention all this, uh, a thought crosses my mind that in a short span, so many things happened to you. You started yes. as an actor, then uh, you became a director, and yeah. then you became the festival director and some also creative director at the Prithvi Theatre. That's right. That's right. I got introduced to you. So right. uh, it calls for three kinds of mindsets. When you are an yeah. actor, you are a one kind of a person. Right. When you are a director, you have to have a different mindset. Yeah. And when you are the festival director or the creative director at a place like Prithvi, which was the buzz of uh, the city, it still yeah. is. Yeah. Tell me, how were you shifting gears and uh, adjusting, growing, exploring, enriching yourself? There was a conscious choice. I think when you're young, uh, you were trying to survive. I was also in a job while I was, you know, uh, working at the Prithvi Theatre in the beginning. I was trying to survive. I a, uh, actually wasn't very happy with the jobs that I was doing. I wanted to be in the make-believe world of theatre. And I liked the atmosphere of theatre. I liked the place where I could express myself. So whatever came my way, I did it. So uh, there was no conscious choice that, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. Whatever life threw at me, I just took it, I grabbed it. Uh, and I didn't think much about it. So as an actor, that was my choice when I was in college and thereafter, because I was very good at that. As a director, it was circumstantial. A, dire a director of the festival was again meeting Jennifer and, you know, she wanted to do something special for the theater. We got in. She passed away. So the mantle of running that place uh, came on to me because I was most closest to, uh, to her at that time. Uh, and then Kunal joined me. So I became a creative director at that time. Uh, so one thing or the other, the fact is that I wanted to do, not do anything but be in theater. So to do that, I would grab whatever I could get my hands on. I think that's been uh, the journey. There isn't anything very spectacular about it. And every time I worked, on each things, uh, it enriched me more and more, and it deepened my relationship with my work and my relationship with theater. You know, just being in close association with uh, a legend like uh, Jennifer and Shashi Kapoor, 
what were the influences? What were the lessons you learned from both of them individually and from the ideology of Prithvi Theatre? I think uh, uh, with Jennifer is the biggest influence in, on me uh, of having decided to become a full-time theatre person because she never gave me any lectures or anything of that side. But her life was very meaningful. Uh, her life was a great lesson that you could be in this uh, profession. Uh, you may not become very, very rich because, you know, if you're going to be in theatre, you must know that there is some mariada line. But it's a life, life fully lived. There was something so extraordinary about uh, being in theatre, which she instilled in me. Then, of course, the value systems that uh, that that you that come with uh, with being in in theatre, and then with Shashi Kapoor, there was this great sense of giving. I think there's one thing that I learned from Shashi Kapoor and Jennifer is the joy of giving. They only gave everything, and you should wow. know that at Prithvi Theatre, uh, they never ever have what is called a fixed seat for trustees or anything of that sort. They always bought the ticket and watched the play and stood in the queue like any ordinary audience. What I learned from them is that when you are, when you want to give, give fully. You should not even be present. And even the receiver should not even think that it's receiving it, but do give it. And that's what they did at the Prithvi Theatre. If you come at Prithvi Theatre, Prithvi Theatre can be defined as basically something is, a, if you go any nook and corner of Prithvi, it's full of values where the management is not even seen. It belongs to the performers. It belongs to the audience. The management is merely a medium. That idea that art can only grow when you give and not by wanting to take things from out of that. If they wanted to grab things, then they would not have built the theater. Just imagine their own private property they converted into a trust and gave it to the society, whereas most of the people grab land from government, give something to society, and then keep a lot for themselves. Now, what bigger giving that you can have? So I think that's the greatest lesson that I've learned from both of them. The generosity of Shashi Kapoor, of Jennifer Kapoor, a system of values and standing up for values. I remember that there used to be so much pressure on Prithi Kapoor for, for Shashi Kapoor uh, people calling up big guys, you know, powerful guys in the city saying, we want a special show at Prithvi. We want to do that. He said, nothing doing. It will be like any regular show. Prithvi does not give what is called a sold out performance. You cannot buy a full performance at the Prithvi Theatre. You cannot buy the theatre by rent. You cannot do that. It's not available for a price. It's only available to add values to what it exists for. I think what you have said is fabulous because you speak for all of us who believe in Prithvi Theatre, who believe in the Kapoors, who believe in the ideology. So how did uh, Tumhari Amrita happen? You conceived uh, it in which year? Uh, I think it happened in, in 92, the play came up. So I think around 91, it would be, it came in February. So uh, what was happening that if you remember that every year on 28th of February, that is uh, Jennifer Kapoor's birthday, uh, Zakir Hussain uh, would play on a birthday, okay? And and then there would be other accompanying artists, but he has performed, you know, there from, from so many years without a break. So uh, Jennifer had passed away. So, uh, you know, in 92, we decided that let's have a three-day festival celebrating her. So 28th would culminate in Zakir Bhai's performance on a birthday. And we decided to do a dance, a theater, and a music festival. 
So for mm-hmm. dance, we had Alarbal Wali, the great dancer. Yeah. And then for theater, I decided that why not me, I do a play. And that was basically a, supposed to be a one-off play for about two or four, show, four, four performances as a tribute to, uh, to Jennifer from my side personally and as a part of this three-day festival. Uh, and, and I mean, how could I express my gratitude towards? I thought this was the best way to do that. Uh, so we decided to have a three-day festival and I didn't know what to do. So uh, a friend of mine, you know, also know him, Gujarati poet, Chandrakan Shah, uh, mm-hmm. Chandu, who has written Kelaya and also Eva Mumbai Ma Chal Jaye. He had given me a play called Love Letters and he said, look, just see the form. It's very exciting that just two people sitting and reading letters. Uh, mm-hmm. So I read the play and then I forgot about it because I found it too American. And I said, you know, this is not going to work for me. It needs to be completely our own experience. The form should be, you know, the way it is, because very novel form. And I got very excited with the form, but the content was a problem. So what I once was, uh, you know, surfing through channels, and I saw an episode of Bharat Ek Khoj, okay? And hmm. I think uh, I saw that Khoj, and I, and, I, and I was riveted, and I was quite taken in by the writing of that uh, of that uh, episode. And I read the name and it called, it said Javed Siddiqui. I had never seen him, met him personally. So I didn't know him. So then I realized that he was part of Ipta. So I called up MS Satyu. And hmm. I told Satyu, I need to meet this gentleman because I think I've got something very special and he would be very right for it. He hmm. uh, fixed our meeting. I gave him the American play. He was wondering how this can be done and so on and so forth. Then we sat down together. We had a long conversation about, you know, the route that should be taken for adaptation and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and that's it. And then in the meantime, I even gave a script, English script to Shavana. And she said, why don't we do it in English? I said, no, 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 Shavana, I don't want to do it in English. I just want you to know this is the kind of work that I'm doing. So when it is properly adapted, we will uh, we'll come to you. So she said, okay. Then I gave it to Javed Siddiqui, and then, of course, Javed Siddiqui came up, you know, with this extraordinary piece. I think in, a, in a, one or two months, he, he wrote this. We used to meet often in between uh, and, and discuss a few things, but that was it. And his genius of, uh, of what he did with Tumhari Amrita. And then what was happening is that we got stuck up with the last letter. And, uh, and that last letter had become a problem uh, where... You know, uh, uh, the, the play worked all well, but the last letter had to be very good. And we went on and on and on. And then finally, he came up with a, with a brilliant idea. And then we all said, yes, I think this is, this is going to work. And then, and of course, uh, the problem was that, of course, when we read out the play to Shabana, she was weeping and weeping. So that was one part of the play. Uh, then, of course, uh, when we were rehearsing, there were always these problems that should they not memorize? Because if you know that all actors are used to memorizing lines, and I was telling them exactly the opposite of that. I wanted it to be very pure. And as they were at that time, they had to read it with all that was happening to them. Okay. So that was, that took time, you know, because as training, you're trained, okay. You know, you age with the character. So use your voice in a certain way. So on. I said, no, nothing of that kind. We need to be pure. Our pauses were like music. So I threw away music. I said, I don't want music because the silences was music for me. And then, of course, uh, I was working with 
two extremely different kind of people. And so I, I, I sort of, you know, had to deal with both of them in a very interesting way. Uh, the other thing was that uh, the question was always asked that why did I take Shabana and Faru? And my point was that, honestly speaking, I again didn't know them very well personally, except for having watched their work. And I uh, used to feel that both of them look very compatible. And I always felt that if they had to, if, if I had to have a couple with the same culture, with the same kind of tehzeeb and the same kind of, you know, talent, I always felt that they would be so wonderful as a couple if they ever got married. And that was my wish. Uh, and that wish I wanted to then realize in, in Tumhari Amrita. Of course, after meeting them, I realized that this would have been the most tumultuous marriage ever if that ever took place. Uh, mm. Because they were so, so, so different than each other. Yes. And so I did. Now the other journey uh, was that, and for which you were also part of that, is when you saw you were among the eight or 10 people who came to see the rehearsal of the play and a lot of people went to sleep. Uh, and you were one of them. I don't know whether you were awake or asleep, but uh, you, you were crying. So you were perhaps our only hope. And I was sort of hopping mad saying, my God, what a disaster I have got on my hand. I thought this is, a, this is going to be the worst thing that people have seen in a long time. And I was so scared that I decided to have an introduction uh, before the play started, uh, just to tell the audience that, look, these guys are not going to move. Nothing is going to happen to them. Uh, but, you know, please still go through it, uh, the play. And, uh, and, and so uh, that was it. I was, I was so petrified. And I had done this play, my, uh, my commitment and their commitment, uh, to Tumhari Amrita was only for four shows. That was it. We were not going to do more and than that. And it for how many years? Well, then uh, almost uh, 20, well, you know, uh, yeah, more than 20, 22 years it went on for. So a show that you had planned for just four shows went on for 21, 22 years. And uh, amidst that, I think you planned, if this was a story about two lovers and you did mm -hmm. another show with a real-life married couple uh, right. show on marriage, which was called Salgira. Correct. With Anupam and Kiran. That's right. And um, uh, then, then that didn't go on for such a long time for whatever reason, but you also did another show with uh, Anupam Kher, which was called uh, Kuch Bhi Ho Sakta. That's right. You know, what is interesting is that you were breaking formats, you were breaking structures, and you were doing things in a very different way. And other people were actually copying you and uh, following that trend. Now, Kuch Bhi Ho Sakta Hai is uh, completely crazy that way on stage because he can do anything. Yeah. Do you sometimes fear that the actor is uh, kind of hijacking the show and going out of control? Uh I think, uh, so Salgira is very interesting and that's why I find Anupam Kher, uh, you know, quite a fascinating fellow because he was at the top of his game and he used to meet me at Shabana and he kept uh, chasing me and kept saying, I want to do a play with you. But that's quite wonderful because, you know, he's at the top of his game and why does he want to do it? And then I asked him that question and he said that, look, I want to reinvent myself. I want to feel once again very challenged. And I think that now in films, I don't get that challenge. I want to do it. And, uh, and so that came about. And then, you know, uh, it just, I realized she was not originally to be the wife of, uh, in this play. 
but once Anupam mentioned and it just stuck me, oh my God, why not? Because uh, it would be so wonderful if a real life couple plays about a couple that's going to get married, divorced and then get married again. I thought it was very wonderful. Uh, mm. I had memories of Kiran as a theatre actress and more than theatre actors, uh, my memories were because she was so strikingly beautiful. So mm. we used to just come and to just watch this Kiran Thakur Singh, her name was. Mm. Just to watch Kiran Thakur Singh was great joy. So I said, well, okay, uh, this would be wonderful that both of them together. Uh, this would also help in rehearsals because, you know, uh, they will all be together. And that's how Kiran came in the picture and I must say that uh, uh, working with, with Kiran was a great joy. She's such a disciplined and a uh, uh, what is called a focus actress. So that is how Salgira came about. Uh, we did run for a, a long period of time. Uh, then of course they all got busy in their other things. Now it was now that I've norm in my work I don't think that I have ever worked with the same actor again. Uh, it just happened very rarely. Uh, Anupam came to, Anupam was trying to do what is called a stand-up comedy show of his own. And uh, he was struggling with it. So he basically wanted to do something what is called, you know, they do it in the film uh, award shows or when you have these film actors go abroad and do these shows. So he would normally plug in as one of those actors and do a kind of a comedy piece. So he was doing that but while we were also traveling with Salgira. So he told me. And then I first gave him a name. I said, Anupam, uh, what you should do is call it uh, Kuch Bhi Ho Sakta Hai. That's it. So that started. It went on again for two years and he was, he tried very directors, uh, writers and so on and so forth. It didn't work. So then we sat down together and, uh, and the journey is very interesting. When he wanted to do it, he was still fine. But uh, after his failure, when he was very low, when he did this Kaun Banega Das Karodopati and then he directed a film and all of a sudden Anupam Kher was not that important and that was a very interesting place for me because now he was going to start from ground zero. When an actor is at the top of the game and when that actor is right down there, that's a terrific place to work with. And that was something that attracted me and then I said, okay, now let me take charge of this and I said, this play should not be about your success. It should be about failure because it should be identifiable with the audience. Your success would be all about, I'm so great and I'm this and that. Audience don't want. Audience wants to know how you made it, how you did it, despite all that happened to you in your life. You never gave up. In fact, I coined the uh, tagline that says that he will do anything to succeed, even fail. He will do anything mm -hmm. to succeed, even fail. That's a tagline that I coined. I said that would be the theme is that no matter what happens, failure is not going to you know, stop me. And that gave inspiration to the audience. They are not going to be inspired by saying, all that was not important. So if you see, look at Kuch uh, Sakta, uh, it is about a journey of a man who constantly keeps failing, has got obstacles all around, but he never gives up because zindagi mein kabhi bhi kuch bhi ho sakta hai. Things can take, uh, and success and failure are actually two sides of the same coin. While you're succeeding, you're failure. Like there is, uh, I used to keep telling him that nothing fails, nothing uh, fails like success because when you're succeeding, the failure is written pretty much there. And when you're failing, you've got enough, what is called fuel, to stand up again and succeed. That's what life is. And that's what made uh, Kujbi Ho Sakta very unique. 
yes as an actor because he was in the zone of being a failure and being humble it was very fine uh, i stopped attending the show after some time i don't know there after what happened but when i was there very involved with the play uh, for the first uh, couple of years uh, anupam was absolutely under control and there was no question about uh, he dominating it or rather it's not about dominating of course a one man show so he is a star and he's a guy who's to perform it but he needs to make sure that he doesn't take the audience for granted and that he performs every day every time when he performs he performs everything that is needed with the humility and with the skill uh, that you need to perform and with the greatest respect to the audience not arriving and them saying look i am a star that's enough now don't ask me to come here and give you a great performance i may not have rehearsed i may be in a bad mood nothing of that kind like a theater performer you have to perform every time right and that is what happened to the time that i know thereafter for a long time i haven't seen the play so no, i don't know how it pans out continues uh, that of course continues and which is the reason i think the show is still uh, successful yes. and coming and talking about failures uh, i think ramlal salesman ramlal hmm. was about a failure too Right. you uh, taken for the character uh, satish yes. koshik who gave his i think the best performance on stage he was absolutely i think i think it's one of the best performance you will ever see on stage not just uh, not just satish yeah. yeah i've yeah. seen on stage yeah. because uh, the the book uh, the the play also has so much to offer and so much content and satish just absorbed it all you know yeah. it's my favorite play i mean i'm not very i mean you know uh, let me be very clear that's my most favorite work okay in the recent times uh, you became very popular because of your musicals particularly mogli azam i think when it came it just blew everybody's brains your severest critic was praising you i know of families and families in amdavad were booking flight tickets hotel bookings and mogli azam so it was a three in one uh, trip for them um it was a magical idea and it is the uh, so beautiful to watch it all on the screen the songs the music the beautiful uh, choreography and the uh, dialogues mm. are you completely satisfied or are you feeling that you are going to uh, alter it for your next uh, season i think that uh, now mogale azam is uh, is pretty much complete uh the only thing from the time that maybe you have seen is that i have uh, uh worked on the war sequence so uh, in the big initial stages i didn't have a full fledged war because of certain compulsions now i do have a proper war sequence uh no i think uh, uh, uh tampering with it now uh would be a problem uh yes i'm i'm still at it as long as the performances are concerned so we rehearse as if we are rehearsing for the first time when we come after a long time all those things that we had to do for the first show continues to be there while you know you may while i hear all these uh, wonderful things that you spoken and thank you very much for that uh, about mohale azam but you must understand that when you do a film madhubala will look like that for all times to come now in a theater every time i do a performance you have to do it all over again exactly the same way and with the same quality and now people have expectation from you so i don't get the luxury to to relax and say okay now i've done and everything is fine i have to go through the same pain and the same agony 
of getting it right every time the play opens. So my journey with Mughal Azam will not end till the last show has been done. At least till I'm alive, I'm sure that the play will go on for a longer period of time. But for me, I do not have the luxury to say, okay, now it's put on celluloid, and for all life, you know, time to come, this will be fine. I still struggle. I still want to make sure that the performances are correct, the lighting is correct, the the, the sound is correct, the projections are correct, the choreography is bang on, the sets, everything. Because you heard so much about the play, you're coming with so much expectation. My responsibility only increases with every show of Mughalayazam. I don't have uh, really. I have not been able to sit back and say that's it now. I'm done. I'm not done with Mughalayazam. And you have a. Uh... Two, three uh, Salims and two, three Anarkalis. Yes, yeah, I have two Anarkalis and I have uh, two Salims. Yeah, and uh, and, and and for even for uh, for Jodha Bhai also because when you do a live performance, uh, these are singers, particularly the girls. Okay, and uh, and also for Bahar, I I have two of them because if any time one of them, you know, आवाज बैठ गई कुछ भी हो गया तो the play cannot stop. So so this is like how. it happens on broadway or anywhere professionally that for most of the parts you have a double casting and uh, and both of them are equally good and um, are you completely satisfied with ronak and jessy because most of the people i spoke to uh, mm-hmm. they said it's very good but uh, it is not moglias now this is not the problem with me it is a problem of the audience trying to compare one with the other i mean look if i had to do another moglayasam then i would have been dead personally i have taken a journey which is completely opposite to moghlayazam i have done a whole play in verse i mean i have brought back the original idea of theater of verse verse is the original language of theater we have taken on shakespeare and we have done a live musical with a minimalism and not the grandeur of uh, of moghlayazam uh you how can you compare one with the other so i suppose that if you have liked the play it has to be for itself uh maybe because it came on the heels of moghlayazam the expectation was there is going to be one bigger than moghlayazam and one like moghlayazam uh but if you take moghlayazam out of the way uh i think to me personally uh, if you ask me it is salesman ramlal and after that it is ronak and jassy because ronak and jassy is an original piece of work it has never happened before it's original writing everything about it is so poetic it's a poetry on stage as long as i'm concerned and uh, and you should have seen when it went to delhi because one of the thing is that culturally this play belongs to north in many ways you mm-hmm. know because so when it went into delhi the entire atmosphere was so electric that i can't even begin to tell you it was so beautiful uh and you've seen the play right yes yeah uh take comparison out from moghlayazam have you seen anything like this would be a question yeah i agree with you yeah because uh, tell me where would you hear such beautiful beautiful lines. going back to language people the kind of language we are using in cinema in theater in all and all of a sudden you are getting such purity such mm. innocence and such purity and also it makes a very important statement against hatred i've turned the whole ending of the play it's no more a tragic play it's a yes. play about empowerment of women and the strong voice of a woman if you watch in this play it's about mm-hmm. juliet rather than romeo it's a juliet's yes. voice and it's a voice of a woman who says that why is it that i don't have a choice why is it that i need to be constantly being told what to do i have and and how long are we going to go on with hatred what is hatred ending 
it's a very important statement that more, that the, this one made, Ronit and Jesse. So I am very, very proud and very happy with it. Uh, I am very aware of the criticism and I respect that also because I can understand that people were expecting, but I had never ever projected or ever said that, you know, I'm going to make another Mughalism. In fact, that would have been a death of me as an artist because I would have repeating myself. You know, you can repeat success, but you need to pursue excellence. And excellence mm -hmm. is when you are challenged that this can fail. Now, play like... Uh, 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 like Ronak and Jesse could fall flat on its face, right? Because how many people are used to hearing poetry as an entire play? And yet, if you watch uh, uh, Ronak and Jesse, you don't feel for a long time that they're speaking in verse. You feel they're having a conversation, right? Yes. Yeah. So all those things were so exciting for me is to make poetry conversational, get people sensitized to the power and the beauty of words, okay? And mm -hmm. images, and, and that is what I did. I decided to take that risk. And I'm very glad to report that, yes, there were hiccups. And I'm going to be making, I did make some changes when I went to Delhi. Because initially what we did was preview shows, is to get a reaction. So some of the feedback that we got, I, I heard that, incorporated that. And when it's going to reopen again after the you know pandemic is done, uh, you will see something very more interesting things that I would add to the play to believing that this may be the best way to go forward. So what is going on in Feroz Khan's head now? What is cooking? Biryani kitchen? I, uh, I'm now very excited about doing films again because I think uh, uh, I have did two, I've done two films and, uh, and I think that I've not done enough films and I think I've done a lot of theatre. So I, uh, a few things are are, are cooking, a few things are being, you know, uh, are simmering inside me. I think uh, that simmering is very important. So once you have the simmering in your, in your system, then you go ahead and, and, and you want to get it out of the system. That's what happened with Dek Tamasha Dek, the Dek Tamasha Dek uh, didn't, you know, go that far as long as the audience is concerned. But uh, it's a piece of work that I'm, again, very, very proud of. And uh, and so is Gandhi, my father. So I think that I will now. Yeah, that's a good topic another... because uh, Gandhi, my father, and Gandhi, Mahatma Virud Gandhi, Mahatma Virud Gandhi. That is the only one which you made as a film as well as as a. That's theater. right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I first did the play. Uh, of course, the film was completely different than the play because yes. I. The first thing that I did was I junked that because it's a two different language. So I learned a lot. Uh, that's why today I find it very interesting is uh, that I'm one of the only one who can perhaps at least travel these two spaces very easily, okay, uh, constantly. And I also am able to help theater actors when they are coming into cinema because, uh, you know, they find it uh, so difficult in the beginning to get adjusted to the language of cinema. And also, uh, it was a great journey from me, uh, from one medium to the other. Uh, and, uh, and also understanding that how two are so different and yet very alike. Uh, the principles are the same, but its operational integrity and its nuances are very, very different. The film performance is very different. The film writing is very different. And the way you, uh, you know, imagine a theater production and a film production so very different. So it was extremely, I mean, it was like uh, on the job learning for me. And I did that. Uh, and then, of course, if you look at 
देख तमाशा देख इज सो रेलिवेंट नाउ विच आई मेड फोर इयर्स गो सिक्स इयर्स गो एक्चुअली एंड इट इज सो सो so so poignant and so relevant in the times we live in uh, i feel now a great urge to uh, to express myself in in films and uh, and i want to mainstream film. i've got couple of subjects uh, uh, but uh, i want to do uh, i want to now do mainstream films okay yeah so i wish you all the best Thank you Bhavna it was a wonderful talk Thank you for tuning in if you have liked this episode do comment do rate on Apple podcasts subscribe to Rangmanch on your favorite podcast app like Apple podcast Google podcast Hubhopper Castbox Spotify Jio Seven so that you get notified when we come next Stay tuned for the next episode with yet another guest and until then take great care of yourself